0: Y'all come on down to the range now, you hear? That gate can't stay open forever. It's high noon for Thursday, September 23rd, 2021. Follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'mYourModerator or join the discussion thread at t.me slash I'mReasonable. You can also find me on Gab and Getter at I'm Your Moderator. The substack is I'mYourModerator.substack.com and the merch site is CancelCouture.com or go direct to Shop.Spreadshirt.com Cancel-Couture. Today is the 246th day of Barack Obama's third term as served by the half-dead, demented, degenerate, ventriloquist dummy, fake proxy president, Joe Biden, who is overwhelmingly compromised by the Chinese Communist Party, the patriarch of one of the most corrupt families in American history, and the father of one of the most despicable sons to ever walk the earth. That's Hunter Biden. So congratulations, commies. You have applied yourself just as the state commands. You have diligently learned every single day's slogans and repeated them as far and as wide as you have the power to repeat them. And in your mind and the minds of other similar child-brained communists, you must know everything. You have the slogans every single day, which means that every single day you are right on top of the whole thing. So how is it that none of you are actually able to construct a story about how we got here that doesn't make you seem like the villain in a comic book movie? For real. If you were to actually tell a story about how all of this happened and we got to this very point right now, the day before we find out the world finds out that there is absolutely no question whatsoever that the election was stolen of all the issues that are going on right now. Just that one. If I asked you to tell that story, there is no way you could do it. It would just be a series of awful, unfounded, immoral decisions repeated again and again and again and again and again. You cannot even tell the story that you're pretending to be right on top of every single day. I can reconstruct everything I have believed for the last 18 months because I genuinely believe it. You could literally quiz me about things I wrote a year and a half ago and have not looked at since. And I would be able to tell you, oh, yeah, I probably said that there. Yeah, I probably said that there. Oh yeah, I would have said that again. Ah, that one, you know, I think we've gotten some new information. I would kind of back off that. But directionally, it was right. And I would have no problem defending my record. The commies we run into, the commies we see on television, the commies who repeat the slogans, have absolutely no way of reconstructing any of the story that they have told for the last 18 months. They cannot do it. And if they can't, If they have a good enough memory, if they repeated those slogans so many times that they entered their long-term memory and they can remember the entire path, they would spell it out for you and you would be like, wow, that is the most evil set of decisions I have ever heard anyone make. Hey, Kami, are you sure you're proud of all that? You know, you would have to answer questions like, how was it? That for nearly 11 months, no one bothered to really get to the bottom of whether or not the election was stolen anywhere. Efforts were just thwarted in state after state after state after state after state. And you, Kami, would have to say something like, well, you know, turns out that it felt Too dangerous to our democracy to allow that question to be asked. Wait, 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 wait. I can't say that. I can't say uh, allow the question to be asked. Um, Okay, what should I say? Okay, it felt too dangerous for our democracy to allow rumors to run rampant online. Well, hey, Kami, are are those... rumors or are they people's real life experiences and the results of studies and analysis and just facts on the ground so what you want is for no one to be able to talk about it is that it because i don't understand commie how is it that we haven't had a full and proper recounting of the election that happened nearly 11 months ago how is that Kami? oh because it was It was so dangerous to our democracy to allow people to tell the big lie. But wait, Kami, is it is it true that it's a lie? Because tomorrow we're going to have the results of the Arizona audit. And at that point, you know, it's going to be really hard to call it a big lie. So, again, how did we get here that it was so long? It's been almost 11 months. How did we get here without a full recounting to find out If Joe Biden actually got 81 million real legal American votes. How is that, Kami, that we weren't allowed to do that? And let's reconstruct some more stories, shall we, Kami? Hey, Kami, how is it that right now you and your friends are encouraging the mandated vaccination with an experimental gene therapy, by the way, not a vaccine, of four-year-olds. How is it that you are making four-year-olds wear masks so that they don't get a disease that can't kill them and don't transmit a disease that no data anywhere in the world shows them regularly transmitting? How is that? How is it, Kami? Can you reconstruct the story of how we got to the point where the nation's most trusted health expert, Nazi Dr. Anthony Fauci, is out there on TV suggesting that we mandate that your toddler gets injected with an experimental gene therapy based on the evidence of about 2,000 injections into children that age that show a similar antibody response and have absolutely no study whatsoever of long-term consequences. How is that, Kami? Can you give me the story? Can you tell me the story about how a disease came here from China, but it was only from bats? Ah, it's only from the lab. And... Trump shut down travel to China, which was racist, but now it's uh, um, who knows, right? And then Anthony Fauci told us that masks don't work, but now they do. And the disease was initially very, very deadly. But now, you know, all the data says it kills less than one out of a thousand people uh, who get it. And pretty much all of them are over 70 years old and have a range of serious comorbidities. And the truth is the age range actually skews much higher. So how is it that it's both very dangerous and not quite as dangerous as the flu and the flu infects children and kills children, but this doesn't don't worry. So it's that dangerous, but now it's not masks didn't work. Now they do. And we cannot open up society until there is a vaccine. That's what we were told. Opening up society at all would be a, an experiment in human sacrifice. As told to us by the communist Atlantic's intrepid reporter, Amanda Mull, last May when Georgia opened, May of 2020, by the way, and there was no no death spike there, May of 2020, two months into the pandemic period, we already knew that no death spike happened at all after Georgia reopened society to a large degree. Zero death spike. We were told, wait two weeks, weeks, wait two more weeks, wait two more weeks, wait two more weeks but it never happened and here we are good uh what is it 16 months later 17 months later yeah it's about 17 still nothing happened still no death spike yes you import cases i know there's cases all over oh there's always more cases but hey coming how do you know when spikes do and don't happen with a test that is being recalled And a test that they are going to put out of service because it doesn't work. It actually, they found out, cannot tell the difference between COVID and the flu. So how exactly do we know that there are so many COVID deaths? How do we know that, Kami? Can you recount that part of the story? You must have learned the slogans over and over again, right? Oh, wait, you learned slogans on both sides of that issue? You were told one thing to say for a while. And then when that thing fell apart because smart people like us figured out what was actually going on, then you just started saying the other thing and it didn't even make a difference for you. You just kept right on going. So we are supposed to trust that you guys are right on top of everything, except you don't ever predict anything. You have not made one prediction, not one prediction in the last five years that has come to fruition. Okay. You haven't been right in even a small way, about any important issue since Donald Trump came down the escalator, and probably much longer, but let's focus on that. Not one. Every single day, the smartest, most informed, most elite, most educated, never-to-be-fact-checked people have told us story story after story after story after story after story after story. And every single goddamn one of them has been wrong. How does that happen, Kami? How does it happen? The only way, Kami, to have your stories be wrong all the time. Are you, are you ready for it, Kami? You know what's coming, don't you? How can your story be wrong all the time? And here, I'm going to actually top it up just a little bit more for you before you drink it all down. Don't want you to have less than a full cup. Don't want you to feel shortchanged. How is it that every one of your stories is completely wrong and always works to your benefit for a time? How is it That every one of your stories is wrong, but also benefits you for a while. How is it, commie? Have you figured it out? It's because you're lying. Oh, yeah, it's because you're lying, commie. And everybody knows it. Literally everyone knows it, okay? If you don't know that these commies are lying, well, you're a commie, okay? Period. That's it. That's how you can determine whether or not you yourself are a communist sympathizer, which makes you a commie, which I've been pointing out for a very long time. And I love that the great Lynn Wood is pointing it out on a regular basis on Telegram now. If you are a communist sympathizer, you are a commie. If you are not actively working against what these people are doing right now, you are a communist sympathizer. Sorry, guys. Them's the brakes. There are no other options. And as I have said many, 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 many times, there will be a moment of truth. It is coming relatively soon. And after that point, no one is going to forget where you were on these issues. Okay? You all think that we have something to feel bad about. If that's true, How is it that we aren't worried about that at all? Now, obviously, there is a difference in how much we care about the views of other people, the reputations among party of false decorum members like yourself, Gami. You care quite a bit about that which is why you have always tried to hew to the central narrative, because you are afraid that if you step outside the central narrative, you will be kicked out of the party of false decorum, and then your whole world comes crashing down, because what you have tried to do is erect a life based on public image. That's why all of you are obsessed with Instagram, by the way. So how is it, commies, that you have hanseled and grettled yourself To this point, you have absolutely no way to return to where you started. Because every step you take, you also pull up the roots from the trail you were on. None of the stories you were telling a year ago make any sense now. And if you tell them now, they sound as stupid and evil and dishonest as they were then to everyone who was paying attention, all right? And you did that. You were told by smart people that you were going down the wrong path and you ignored them because it made you feel like you were on the good team and you didn't want to be on their team because you were told their team, oh, those are the no-no people. You don't want to get around them You get around those no-no people and your whole life could fall apart. I mean, it's not going to be me doing it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You get around those no-no people. Who knows what could happen? You might lose your job. Someone might take away your freedom one day. That's why you can't be around the no-no people. So the thing is, I know they're saying stuff and I know it makes sense. But you just got to ignore it, okay? We have a good enough story over here. And we have all the power. We'll make our story work. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Just keep repeating the slogans and don't go around those no-no people. In fact, the the, the, the fact that you're even talking, even questioning whether the, whether or not the no-no people might have a point, it really makes me worry about you. It makes me worry that you're becoming a, um, which one's going to work? Oh, a white supremacist. I know that we've been best friends for 20 years, but I'll tell you what. If you think that there's something wrong with 2 million people from some other country coming into our country and taking our money and jobs, well, you're a racist. (laughs) Uh, Are you sure, Kami? Are you sure that's where you want to go with that Kami? How has that been working out so far, Kami? Hey, Connie, let me ask a simple question. Does your calculation on the racism of regulated borders include the fact that eighty percent of women who are coming to that border are raped on the journey? Does it include that? Are you are you taking account for that? Oh, you didn't get that slogan? oh, that slogan makes me a bigger no-no person because now I'm saying the thing that hurts you? Got it. Okay, well, as long as you're consistent. Now, see, if you are realizing at this very late moment that all of it was wrong, that you have been lied to, that you embraced the lie and that you repeated the lie, there is still time for you to get out of that. Okay? There's not a lot of time. You are running out of time, but there is still time because we will still forgive you if you make your amends and you get rid of all those stupid and evil communist ideas that have been bouncing around in your empty head like so many tiny pebbles. And every time you bend over, it sounds like maracas. There's still time. But that time is running out. And if you know in your heart that you are wrong, okay, okay, Your ego is the only thing preventing you from getting right about all of this before it's too late. Honestly, I know that you feel like you will be rejected by your friends. You will. But fewer of them than would have rejected you a year ago. And in some way, that's good. In some way, it's bad. Honestly, you know, I've been talking about this for a long time. It's hard to overstate. The peace of mind and comfort that comes from knowing the people around you actually respect and like you for who you are. All right. You can know that if you speak the truth of who you are. All right. Otherwise, you can't know that if your whole persona is a facade, a put on a fraud, then what people like is that persona. All right. And the people that like that persona like it because they know they're safe to lie with you because you're a liar and they're a liar. And they know that you guys will all be happy to lie about the same subjects and get along. It's more challenging to form relationships with people who tell the truth because the truth isn't always pretty and you're not always going to like it. Sometimes. You will have disagreements with people. Sometimes you will have disagreements with people about very important things, and sometimes that'll be uncomfortable. But if you respect that person and that person respects you, then you can speak truth to one another and continue understanding who you are to each other. That matters. I don't have to deal with the problems I used to have to deal with, okay? I used to be in Hollywood working in Hollywood nightlife and celebrity outreach. I had 5,000 numbers in my phone of people I knew, like acquaintances. I was out three, four, five, six, seven nights a week for years. Okay, I was out four to seven nights a week, probably every year from 2003 or 2004 all the way through 2019. Okay, actually, maybe it started slowing down 2009, 2018, 2019. But before then, four to seven nights a week. All right. I was out three hundred and thirty nights in 2015 in Hollywood social environments. Seeing people that I knew, meeting new people constantly, always never ending. All right. A lot of the people that I was around quite a lot. I was around because we were always in the same social settings. And I would have conversations with some people. I got very good at getting out of conversations I didn't want to be in. But sometimes you just get stuck and you have to hear someone drone on about this or that. And it's fucking boring. And I used to hate it. In fact, it depressed the shit out of me. I went through many periods of depression in Hollywood, being out all the time, just having your energy drained from you constantly. Okay. I don't have that anymore because I don't have those experiences anymore with people who I don't respect, people who I can hear in every word are lying to me, okay? I hate being lied to. I especially hate being lied to because I can sense that the person is trying to impress me. That makes me feel sad for them. I don't want to feel that around another person, but I also would feel the same When I was trying to make an impression on someone else. And we all do this from time to time. Maybe some people don't at all. And I honor you if you don't. That's a wonderful place to be. That's kind of like an internal Zen. I really do appreciate people like that. And I try to do it as little as possible. I try to be authentic as much as I can. That's an important element in my life now. But having those relationships where I would constantly have to be playing a role. That gets very, very exhausting. You know, it's not fun to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, man, I can't even be myself. I don't know who I am anymore. Right. That's where these people have gone with all this. The entire experience has become a lie and a fraud. Perpetrated by you on yourself and on everyone else. And the thing is, you have to realize that before someone breaks that fraud apart for you. All right. That's when you crack. And the people that are going to hold on to that afterward, they're going to try to rebuild the facade. They're going to try to defraud everyone, even after everyone has seen the truth. Those people are going to be lost forever. All right. It's going to be a small percentage of people. Let's say four to six percent those people will be lost forever. Some people are going to have mental breakdowns and not recover. Okay? They've invested their entire world into being right about this. And they were wrong the whole time. And if they were taking an objective view, if they had stood back from their own personal motivations and looked at this, they would have known they were wrong and they would have corrected. All right? If you're one of those people who feels this inside now, and has not gotten right about this stuff and has not understood what all of this is about. I encourage you to do it. All right? Just come on back to the range. And with that, I want to extend a warm Thursday high noon welcome to all of the redeemable communists out there. Hello, commies. Welcome to the show. Get on over here to the range. Okay? We want you here. We don't need you here. We want you here. I was about to say, we want you here. We need you here. That's not true. Okay? We don't need you here. We have gotten this far without you. We will get the rest of the way without you. It would just be nicer and easier and cleaner and less destructive and honestly less harmful on you if you understand what you have done, migrate back to America Get rid of all the stupid and evil communist ideas. Just leave them behind and begin doing your part to reconstruct this society as it was supposed to be all along. Okay. You need to understand that you have inadvertently joined a hate movement. You have inadvertently become part of the most evil thing to ever happen in human history worldwide. You have participated in that, and it is time to stop as fast as possible, all right? Everybody knows you got tricked, all right? Most people are not going to think, oh, yeah, that person just loves evil. People will grant you that right now, a second chance, as a courtesy. But you're running out of time. That's all I have to say. The audit tomorrow, the audit report is going to show rampant election fraud. Okay? It's going to be over a 100,000 votes. I happen to think it'll probably be in the neighborhood of three to 400,000 votes. That's literally 15 to 20% of all the votes that they recorded in Maricopa County. And these aren't all just switched votes of real voters. They are votes that are added in for Americans that do not exist. So either they're illegal immigrants voting, which is 100% going to be part of it. But it's also dead people, people who have moved away, people who had a ballot voted for them under their maiden name. This is a fraud on the voter registries throughout every state. And I personally believe that this fraud goes even deeper than that. And that it goes all the way to our census reporting. I don't believe that the population of legal American citizens is anywhere near 330 million. And I guess we'll find out if I'm right or not. I'm staking that claim out there. We will see. I think that it is totally a fraud. The amount of potential votes is nowhere near what they pretend it is. And they pretend it is so high to cover the fact that they are defrauding everyone. With it, with an accurate smaller number of overall voters, they wouldn't be able to claim that such a massive percentage of voters actually voted. So they have to raise that bottom line of how many voters there are. That's the only way that they can cover the differences. And this is happening everywhere. Maricopa County is going to be a snapshot of the country. What happens in Maricopa County happens in every Democrat city in the country. Every big city. Even in red states, it happens everywhere, and it has been happening for decades and decades. What will happen when they find out that black Americans are the ones whose votes are being constantly stolen and misrepresented? That's their cover. Ninety five percent of black voters vote Democrat in these cities. That's what we're told. That is what we're told. And then they will look at dictatorships around the world and they'll say, quite obviously, oh, that person got reelected with 95 percent of the vote. Well, that's a fraud. But they do it with black voters in urban environments where they run their totals up. And those are the only places in the country where the election is decided. Joe Biden is pretending to be president now because they stole the votes of black communities in urban centers around the country. That is a fact. That is a deplorable and racist fact. But what else would you expect from the party of the Klan, from the party of Jim Crow, from the party of Nazism? and communism, and socialism, and fascism, which are all the same fucking thing, okay? They're little variations, but they're all collectivist ideologies, and collectivist ideologies imply that at some point, you have to divide people by their characteristics. That's the whole point of making the collectives of people in the first place, and eventually, As you take that system out on more and more and more groups, you need to begin creating new groups and dividing further. Does anyone really believe the left and the whole Black Lives Matter narrative we've had inflicted upon us for the last seven years when you can see New York police officers removing black men from Cheesecake Factory because they're not vaccinated? Really? Really? You're going to do that and give other people lessons about white supremacy? Whew, that's bold. That's very bold, Kami. But let's talk about where we're at right now, one day before the Arizona audit report comes out. All sorts of polls are absolutely crushing the fake president, Joe Biden, right now. It is beautiful to watch, honestly. Richard Barris was on War Room this morning, and he polled Georgia. Georgia citizens, overall, 60% of them are now in full support of a full forensic audit in Georgia. 60% want the audit. That doesn't even count the people who have doubts about what's going on. That 60% know the thing was stolen and want to see the entire process. And we got Rachel Maddow out there talking about how this is just going to be a new set of conspiracy theories. How are they even going to pretend To explain this to their audiences. Hey commies, when are you gonna get mad about the fact that you have been absolutely embarrassed in front of everyone because they told you to repeat these slogans and now everyone can see that you are dumb as fuck? Totally uneducated, totally uninformed about the most important issues of your lifetime, and you did not try to figure out whether or not you were wrong. How are you going to wind that back, Kami? You've been saying for 11 months that people who claim the election was stolen are liars, and you didn't know a goddamn thing about it. How are you going to wind that back, Kami? Who's going to take you seriously ever again? You were led down a path by the stupidest people on earth, and you walked down it with them because you thought it would benefit you. You were worried about the opinions of other commies. You were worried about what people at work would think. You were worried about whether or not you would ever find someone to love you. So you changed personalities for everyone else. Hey, everybody, uh, I'm fully in support of vaccine mandates. Uh, You you don't have a right to kill other people. Listen to you. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. How are you going to wind it back? How are you going to wind it back once everyone knows it was all a lie? Huh? What are people going to think about the media whose slogans you repeat to everyone all the time? What are people going to think about the media when they realize that the media has been lying for the entire time about absolutely all of it? It's all a lie. It's all a lie, commies. Every single last bit of it, okay? To the point where I don't need to go through it anymore. It's going to be so obvious that me saying it Isn't going to make any difference. You're going to be able to see it in your own lives. And just to be clear, I'm not saying that tomorrow. Just Donald Trump's going to be right back in office now. Do I think that there's no way that could happen? No, I think that Trump could be put back in any day he wants at this point. Okay, once that's out there, it is what it is. The country knows the country knows the country has known for a while. I have made this argument as many ways as I can for a pretty long time. And here we are. The polling reflects it completely. And something else to keep in mind, by the way, Boris Epstein was on war room yesterday in the afternoon show. And he said that he expects his word on the ground is that he expects indictments to come. If not Friday, then next week. If Arizona Attorney General Mark Brnovich wants to have a political future indictments. That's what they're talking about now. Okay, these people are criminals. The people who perpetrated the election fraud are criminals. Will it take the commies seeing actual arrests to wake up to reality? Perhaps we'll see what the media does. The media already seems like it's turning on Joe Biden. Okay, I was watching the Jen Psaki press conference yesterday, and she's getting thrown some legitimate questions at this point, and she's not answering them, of course. And the reporters are actually following up now. Am I saying that the saying that the White House reporters are doing their jobs well? Absolutely not. Okay, even Peter Ducey, who does better than the rest of them, is still not doing a good job. That's just true. Hey, sorry, Peter. You're doing the mainstream version of a good job, which is not a good job. You are not a hero. Okay, you are asking her the toughest questions out of that group. But they're not tough questions. And all these reporters make the same excuse that everyone in the party of false decorum always makes. Well, you know, if I ask her the wrong questions, then my access might get pulled. Oh, no. What then? What then? We get a national story about how Fox News has been banned from the White House press room. That would actually be a good, honest, productive story, because it might wake people up to the fact that we have an Orwellian dictatorship pretending to occupy the White House right now. That would be an important part of the story that actually needs to happen in real life, but it won't happen. Because they're all weak. They all depend on the mainstream. And they have all made their beds. Is anyone going to forgive Fox? No. No. Tucker Carlson better come out swinging tomorrow night. If he refuses to cover the Arizona audit, then what good is Tucker Carlson? I like Tucker Carlson. I have liked Tucker Carlson. I think he's the only journalist on television, literally the only one on mainstream cable news not trying to slight OAN or Real America's Voice or any of that, okay? Just the mainstream. Tucker Carlson's the only one, but if he refuses to cover the Arizona audit as they release proof of overwhelming, rampant election fraud that absolutely changed the outcome of the election and that is of such a brand that it could absolutely and was repeated all across the nation, especially in swing states, It will be obvious, it should be obvious to everyone, that there is no way in hell Joe Biden is actually president. That's what tomorrow is going to show us, and people will pretend otherwise. If Tucker Carlson doesn't cover that, what in the world is he even doing? So Richard Barris has that polling out. Joe Biden's approval numbers with Republicans and independents are below 30% at this point. The only people still supporting Joe Biden are the real dyed in the wool communists, the real stick to your guns, communists. Those people are not going to leave until they are absolutely forced to because the shame in their own lives of occupying the positions they occupy is going to become too great. And then because of that shame, they will flip sides. All right. By the way, those people are not welcome on my team, for the record, okay? I will never forgive those people. I mean, I'll forgive them in a, you know, greater sense. I'm not saying they should be rounded up or anything. But what they'll have done is so transparent. And there's a whole lot of people who present themselves as being in the middle or slightly right, the very edgy people, the very edgy centrists, Those people are going to be overrepresented in this group for sure. Okay. They'll be exposed as much as anyone because it will be made obvious at that point that their whole game was about faking their way into a particular pigeonhole where in that little niche they've carved out for themselves, they get to make each side look a little wrong and a little bad all the time, allowing themselves to look perfect. OK, those people are going to be way overrepresented. That is just a die in the wool party of false decorum person. All right. They might be pushing the boundaries on what's acceptable within the party of false decorum, but they will never go outside. it Because their goal, just like everyone in the party of false decorum, is to impress enough people that they succeed. All right. Which you can do by pissing off both sides, especially if they think you're funny. Okay, we're going to see a whole lot of those people just flipping sides because they're like, oh, oh, everybody. uh, Everybody's changing their minds, huh? Oh, well, okay, well, I guess I knew it all along then. (laughs) They'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, for sure, Trump won. But, you know, it was just. It was just uh, impossible to see back then. (laughs) Uh. They're all going to be so desperate. It's going to be so clownish and foolish. They're going to have to spin it in some sort of way that's going to keep them in that comfortable middle where they're just bothering both sides a little bit. Like, they're going to be like, okay, well, I see you guys were, were, like, right about the election fraud. But the thing is, you were wrong about this. Nah. Take a pass on that one, centrist. <laughs> Obami's and Romneys just coming out of the woodwork with brand new slogans. Give me a break. It's going to be so funny. These people who give that kind of analysis like where, yeah, okay, well, there's some election fraud in all elections, but it's not really enough to uh, change the outcome. And you just, you haven't proven the case yet. That's the thing. Like, if the case was proven, I'd totally go along with you. But you haven't proven the case. No, commie, you haven't looked. Or they're like sitting around their L.A. apartment making selfies about how many cases are out there like cases in September of 2021. Got a bunch of rock dumb Obama's and Romney's telling us about cases The trajectory of cases oh no we got to watch out for this variant we got a whole bunch of cases down there in texas i wonder what they're doing that brought along all these cases morons these are the people who were in my ear last year telling me that i was just getting it all wrong uh-huh sure i was commie now we talked last week about how donald trump sent a letter to brad Raffensberger in georgia demanding that Raffensperger initiate the process to decertify Georgia's electors and admit that Donald Trump quite obviously won the election in Georgia. Today, he is throwing haymakers at Governor Greg Abbott in Texas. And I love this because, you know, Greg Abbott is somebody that Trump has already given his endorsement to. Greg Abbott is holding off the communists on COVID in Texas just enough. He's not strong on it, but he's not weak on it. Okay. He's better than most. He's a little bit worse than Ron DeSantis and Ron DeSantis is not where he should be, although he's getting better. And he just seems to have hired a great public health director who says that Florida's public health policy will not be guided by fear. What a welcome addition to the conversation that man is. But here's what Trump says to Governor Greg Abbott. Dear Governor Abbott, despite my big win in Texas, I hear Texans want an election audit. You know, your fellow Texans have big questions about the November 2020 election. Bills to audit elections in your great state's House and Senate were considered during Texas's second special session. Instead, the legislature passed a watered down amendment that doesn't even apply to the 2020 presidential election. This short amendment doesn't answer the questions Texans have about the last election. Texans demand a real audit to completely address their concerns. We need HB 16, which was just filed in the third special session. This legislation specifically addresses the 2020 presidential election and enables audits for future elections. The bill creates a process for candidates and party chairs to initiate an audit and uses the same language as SB 97, which already passed the Texas state Senate, but did not have enough time to make it through the house during the second special session. Texas needs you to act now. Your third special session is the perfect and maybe last opportunity to pass this audit bill. Time is running out. Paper ballots in your state are only kept for 22 months after the election. Your citizens don't trust the election system, and they want your leadership on this issue, which is the number one thing they care about. It is their most important issue, one that will affect 2022 and 2024. Governor Abbott, we need a forensic audit of the 2020 election. Added to the call. We're quickly running out of time and it must be done this week. Texans know voting fraud occurred in some of their counties. Let's get to the bottom of the 2020 presidential election scam. That is a bold letter. And right there at the end, you see he is asking to get that done this week. Let's see if Abbott acts again. I have said over and over and over again. People are running out of time to show which side they're on. And a lot of these Republican politicians around the country who have not gotten the job done on election fraud are going to be exposed for exactly who they are. OK, and we see some of them working to fix election fraud at a snail's pace. And the reason is because they don't want to go all the way in. They are scared that this is somehow going to taint them. That's pathetic. That is not leadership. Every single one of them will be remembered for their total lack of leadership when it mattered the most, okay? I'm talking about these people in Georgia who have not gotten it done. I'm talking about these people in Pennsylvania who have not gotten it done. Jake Corman, Chris Dush, Doug Mastriano. The ball is not across the finish line. Now you're going to get it done once everyone can see what happened in Arizona Now there's enough voters on your side to stand up for the truth. That's pathetic. And I'm not trying to come down too hard on anybody. I know Mastriano said a bunch of the right things. I know there are people like Burt Jones in Georgia who have said the right things. But the ball's not over the goal line. This hasn't gotten done. Fine. There's going to be plenty of motivation after the Arizona audit. But where was that motivation 11 months ago? Okay. Joe Biden is pretending to be president because these people, okay? It's not all Democrats' fault in every place. Yes, the Democrat Communist Party are the cheaters. The Republicans, the Romneys, the Republican Communists, those are the biggest problem because they're the ones who could have taken care of this and knew they should have, but they were either bullied or bought off. And you can see that with the the, uh, recordings I played yesterday of the Maricopa County Supervisor, Steve Shukri, or Shukri, or Shukri. That guy knew what was going on, and it sounds like, from those recordings, some of the other board members knew what was going on, too. And they all were compromised in one way or another. They were either bullied into complicity, or they were bought off, or, more likely, it was both. And that's the strategy. They present you with the carrot and the stick, and they're like, hey, if you don't go along with us, this bad thing is going to happen to you. And so a lot of people will say yes, just to avoid the bad thing, right? But they will also present the carrot. They'll say, hey, you know what? Not only is this bad thing not going to happen to you, but we're going to get you some money. We're going to get you some more power. We're going to put some Oomph behind your campaign, you're going to stay in office, that leadership position you've been gunning for. Well, you're going to have that, too. And so they compromise people in multiple ways and they are told, hey, there's only one way this is going to go. They're not going to get Donald Trump back in office. They're not going to prove that Joe Biden defrauded the election. I mean, look, they're not even getting the election laws passed in all the states. They're not getting the job done. They're not going to get it done before twenty twenty two. And then you'll be in that election. You'll have your new position and then you'll have the power. That's what these people are being told. And they've been told it for the entire time. And you can see it in action. All right. Like you can be like, okay, well, that's just your theory. Is it? Is it? What changed Steve Shukri's opinion? He knew there were election problems in his resignation letter He just said that everything was clean and fair and there was no fraud, that Joe Biden won. Can anyone believe that? Even if you are a dyed-in-the-wool communist, doesn't he sound like a liar to you? I know he's saying your thing right now, and you're going to be figuring out a way that he's honest now and was just wrong then. He learned from the process, Oh, the experience. It taught him so much. Now he knows that election fraud isn't a real thing, even though the rest of the country has gone the exact opposite upon seeing the proof. The rest of the country is understanding that the election was 100 percent a fraud and that many elections have been a fraud. But Steve Shukri, oh, he's got he's got that that really close up view Of the process, and now he knows that fraud couldn't have occurred, even though he described all the ways it did six months ago. Man, it's crazy how things change. Ain't it, Kami? Rasmussen released a poll this morning. That has the Donald Trump, Joe Biden potential matchup in 2024 at 51-41 Trump. They have Trump and Kamala Harris at 52-39. Who out there do the commies imagine they still have on their side besides some dumbass celebrities and big tech and everyone who is just plugged in all the way to the central narrative? They get all their information from Facebook or Instagram or aggregators like Apple News. Those are the only people who still believe any of this nonsense. We should be loud and proud and happy to say this stuff in any environment. The numbers are are ours, okay? I say this stuff in liberal cities, in the midst of liberal groups, and I watch them react. I was at lunch last week with a friend of mine. There were six of us there. It was my girlfriend and I, my buddy and his girlfriend, and then this couple that my buddy's girlfriend knows. I know that's a lot of connections. So there's six of us there, three guys, three girls. My buddy who I know has spent his life as a liberal who I've been slowly trying to wake up and I think it's working, but he went out for a smoke, which I haven't been doing lately, by the way, and his girl was like, Hey, you know I've heard a little bit about you and you have like that show. Like, aren't you like some like QAnon guy? And I'm like, I mean, first off, I don't know what that means. Second, no, I'm not a QAnon guy. Like, I don't think of anything in those terms. Like, I know what Q is. I took it seriously. I don't know why other people didn't take it seriously. Like, you just believe the ridiculous stories rather than finding out if they're true. But so we start talking about this. My buddy comes back, sits down at the table, and this is the topic of conversation for the next hour, okay? And I'm in a liberal city around people who look like they are liberal as fuck, all right? No one upset by any of this. The consensus at the table, aside from my buddy, was basically like, yeah, no one believes that uh, Joe Biden actually won. These are people who who I would assume... Would be liberals like the Burning Man type liberals. Okay, like rock and roll and good vibes liberals, like people that just don't want to be bothered with the details. They have money. They think of themselves as nice people and they don't want to get into the nitty gritty of politics. Right. They understand. They understand at this point. Stop being afraid to talk about this stuff. It just is real. People know it. After Tomorrow. You should have no shame whatsoever in discussing this openly. All right. You will have every single bit of possible evidence you could ever need. And their only argument, their only argument will be the Rachel Maddow argument. Oh, the Katie Hobbs argument. Oh, this is a fraud. It. No cyber ninjas. Ha ha ha. You believe a company called cyber ninjas. hey, You moron, you believed you could solve racism by voting for a man who was mentored by a Klansman. You believe that masks work now. You believe that vaccines are safe and effective. You think I'm the dumb one in this conversation? No. Stop letting these people get away with it. Stop subjecting yourself because you assume a bad reaction. All right. These people understand more than you think they do, all right? They don't deserve a lot of benefit of the doubt, but give the benefit of the doubt that they can understand that you're right at this point, you might actually form a connection with these people. You might help lead them onto the right path because right now they are in doubt. If they are not a full on died dyed-in-the-wool communist, they have doubt about what is happening, Okay. The undercurrent of everything in the last 11 months has been the illegitimacy of Joe Biden's election that has been just under everything. It has never gone away for them. They have to think about it all the time because the fake news media is trying to make sure they don't believe it, which means that they keep talking about it and keep talking about it. They know that people out there still do not believe that Joe Biden won. The reason, of course, is because Joe Biden did not win. But now when they see Joe Biden destroying the world and people's lives, they don't even have the card to play anymore that they're the compassionate side, right? That they're the side that's saving black people and solving racism. They're helping out the needy. They're feeding the hungry. They're taking care of the public health. Oh, you want universal health care, but you also want to deny hospital care to anyone who wasn't vaccinated. Okay, commie, I'm getting off that train. Some of them actually understand this now. All right. Stop bowing before these people. It doesn't matter if you think that they understand some real high concept shit and you think of yourself as just like a normal average person. That's not how it is. You were right about the two most important issues that you will ever face in your life. And they were dead wrong. Dead wrong. The reason our society is at the point it's at is because they lied to you about a pandemic. OK, and they used that lie to steal an election and all of the madness and torture you see happening in the world right now is a result of what they did. There is blood on their hands. This is one of the most evil things that has ever happened And anyone who is standing up for that at this point is complicit in that evil. Every single fucking one of them. And don't think you're wrong. Not for one second. This is evil, okay? Look it in the eye. Now, you might be thinking, oh, he's really fired up. I bet the episode is about to end. Well, you know what? It's not. Because I want to shift subjects to some of the most pure evil I could ever imagine. This is from Human Events a couple of days ago. It was reported fairly widely. I meant to get to it yesterday. Didn't have time, went on a rant, never made it home. Wuhan scientists plan to release coronaviruses into Chinese cave bats 18 months prior to outbreak. According to new leaked grant proposal documents, scientists in Wuhan were planning to release enhanced airborne coronaviruses into Chinese bats to inoculate them against disease that could transfer to humans. Oh, so it was a precaution they decided to give new diseases to bats to make sure that those bats wouldn't give new diseases to humans. What? Sound like little John and shit. The new documents show that just 18 months prior to the first coronavirus cases, researchers submitted plans to release skin-penetrating nanoparticles containing, quote, Novel chimeric spike proteins end quote of bat coronaviruses into cave bats in Yunnan, China. This is a report from The Telegraph. They also planned to create chimeric viruses genetically altered to infect humans more easily and requested a whopping 14 million dollars from the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency to complete the work now. The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency is DARPA. Okay, you all know DARPA. Drastic, an investigations team set up to study the origins of the pandemic, released the document and said in a statement, quote, given that we find in this proposal a discussion of the planned introduction of human specific cleavage sites, a review by the wider scientific community of the plausibility of artificial insertion is warranted. End quote. And now let's jump over to Yahoo News coverage of this. Papers confirmed as genuine by a former member of the Trump administration show they were hoping to introduce, quote, human specific cleavage sites end quote, to bat coronaviruses, which would make it easier for the virus to enter human cells. You understand that? Good. That's called gain of function. When COVID-19 was first genetically sequenced, scientists were puzzled about how the virus had evolved such a human-specific adaptation at the cleavage site on the spike protein, which is the reason it is so infectious. Wow. Huh. What does that mean? The documents were released by Drastic, the web-based investigations team set up by scientists from across the world to look into the origins of COVID-19. The proposal also included plans to mix high-risk natural coronavirus strains with more infectious but less dangerous varieties. Well, that's kind of them. The bid was submitted by British zoologist Peter Daszak of EcoHealth Alliance. And of course it was the U.S.-based organization which has closely worked with the Wuhan Institute of Virology researching bat coronaviruses. Now, EcoHealth Alliance is more or less a pass-through for funding from the NIH and NIAID. That's Anthony Fauci and Francis Collins. Kind of reverse those, but you get what I'm saying. This is a pass-through so that the money can go to EcoHealth Alliance. EcoHealth Alliance can fund these things that we would all find deplorable. And then people like Anthony Fauci can go to the Senate and say, that NIAID never actually funded this research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. They EcoHealth Alliance funded it, and we fund EcoHealth Alliance, but we never, ever funded this research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It's kind of like the same way that Planned Parenthood takes federal government money and says that none of the money goes for abortion. Team members included Dr. Shizhang Li, the Wuhan Institute of Virology researcher dubbed Batwoman, as well as U.S. researchers from the University of North Carolina. That's Ralph barrick and the United States Geological Survey National Wildlife Health Center. And I don't know who it would be there. DARPA refused to fund the work, saying it is clear the proposed project led by Peter Dash could have put local communities at risk and warned that the team had not properly considered the dangers of enhancing the virus in a function research or releasing a vaccine by air grant documents show that the team also had some concerns about the vaccine program and said they would conduct educational research so that there is public understanding of what we are doing and why we are doing it particularly because of the bat consumption in the region got that people hunt and eat the bats they were going to poison these bats so that they could make sure the bats don't give the disease to humans, even though they're making it more possible for the bats to give the disease to humans. Got that? That's called science. And if you don't understand it, well, then you're ignorant. Angus Dalgleish, professor of oncology at St. George University of London, who struggled to get work published showing that the Wuhan Institute of Virology had been carrying out gain of function work for years before the pandemic said, the research may have gone ahead even without the funding. This is clearly gain of function, engineering the cleavage site and polishing the new viruses to enhance human cell infectability in more than one cell line. He said Dashik was also behind a letter published In the Lancet last year, which effectively shut down scientific debate into the origins of COVID-19. Viscount Ridley, who has co-authored a book on the origin of COVID-19 due for release in November and who has frequently called for a further investigation into what caused the pandemic in the House of Lords, said, For more than a year, I tried repeatedly to ask questions of Peter Daszak with no response. Now, it turns out he had authored this vital piece of information about virus work in Wuhan, but refused to share it with the world. I am furious. So should the world be. Peter Dashik and the EcoHealth Alliance proposed injecting deadly chimeric bat coronaviruses collected by the Wuhan Institute of Virology into humanized and batified mice and much, much more. And you got to understand That what they're talking about with humanized and batified mice is that they are basically grafting uh, organs onto the mice, human tissue into the mice, bat tissue into the mice. And that's how they're studying these things. These are the sickest people in the entire world. A COVID-19 researcher from the World Health Organization who wished to remain anonymous said it was alarming that the grant proposal included plans to enhance the more deadly disease of Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, MERS. The scary part is they were making infectious chimeric MERS viruses, the source said. These viruses have a fatality rate over 30%, which is at least an order of magnitude more deadly than SARS-CoV-2. And we know the deadliness of COVID is 0.1% if we are to trust the statistics. If one of their receptor replacements made MERS spread similarly while maintaining its lethality, this pandemic would be nearly apocalyptic. EcoHealth Alliance and the Wuhan Institute of Virology have been approached for comment. I wonder if we're going to hear from them. So what do we have here? We have just about the worst case scenario. Okay, There is nothing at all that should make anyone think that all of this was anything more than the worst case scenario. And the worst case scenario would be these people who have it as their stated mission to depopulate the planet and bring about the global reset doing exactly those two things. How my friends, is this a conspiracy theory? Now, is it possible that some of this might be overstated? Yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit. I would love to know how I would honestly love to know how the likelihood is that it's not the likelihood is that this is exactly what I'm saying it is. And I have not been saying this the whole time, by the way. Okay. I've been building up to this. I have resisted this conclusion or did resist it for quite a while, relatively speaking. But what other conclusion are we supposed to draw? They were researching the exact thing. They were doing research that would have made the problem even worse, were shouted down, told they shouldn't do it, and kept going. All of this is coming from Francis Collins and Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates and others. Who do you think funds this? Bill Gates, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funds a whole lot of this. Who are we supposed to think did it all? All right? It's not a bat at a wet market. That is just, like, even suggesting that is utterly retarded. You cannot be a fully functioning adult and still believe that, okay? And we don't know the exact, exact methods of all of this. But this would be more than enough to convict Anthony Fauci in any legitimate court. The evidence is overwhelming. The evidence against his stated positions is overwhelming. His stated positions against his other stated positions is overwhelming. This is evidence of his dishonesty. His fingerprints are all over this. Anthony Fauci is a Nazi doctor. And we still have a small percentage of this country thinking that everything he does is gold. Everything he says is perfect. Gretchen Whitmer, governor of Michigan, had the Anthony Fauci throw pillow in her background on her little Zoom calls. He was given an Emmy. He was put on the cover of In Style. He was on the cover of countless magazines. And look who he is. Look what he is. Anthony Fauci will go down in history as one of the most evil humans ever to exist. He knew all of this the whole time. Okay. He knows it now while he's suggesting that people's children are injected with an experimental gene therapy. And he knows what the experimental gene therapy is too. Why are we still expected to give any of these people the benefit of the doubt How many ways do they need to prove to you that they are evil? I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Masks and lockdowns don't work. They lied to you about a pandemic and Joe Biden will never be president. Goodbye. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator. You can join the discussion at t.me slash I'm reasonable. I'm also on Gab and Getter at I'm your moderator. The Substack is I'm your moderator dot dot com. And the merch site is cancel dot com. You can also go direct to that at shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. I'll see you next time. Out on the rain.